Thank you so much for choosing to listen to the Refuge podcast today. At Refuge, we believe all people matter to God. Now here's an inspiring message from one of our leaders or pastors that will help you grow in your relationship with God. Well, this morning I just want to talk a little bit about water baptism. And really this is to help us have a biblical understanding of why we do what we do. I believe it's important that when we serve God that we just don't go through the motions. We don't just do something because we've been told to do it. We need to have an understanding of why we do what we do. And so we understand that the scripture reveals very clearly the, the context of water baptism and how that's important for believers. In fact, I want to share this statement because really as a church, church is not something that you go to. Church is a family that you belong to. And church, it's about family. It's not just about an obligation. It's about connecting with others. And so something that we're going to do here today in baptism is celebrate what God is doing in the lives of people that have made a serious commitment to Jesus Christ. And this is a commitment where they've determined, like uh, my daughter Michaela shared at the age of 12, this is it. I'm going to serve Jesus for the rest of my life. And she has continued to follow God. She went off the Bible school, came back, and now serving here at Refuge. And what a blessing that is to see people follow through on a commitment. And something as a pastor that I've seen, when people have made a commitment to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior and receive him into their heart, and they've not they didn't follow through with water baptism. It seems that those are the, the people that have fallen to the wayside. They backslid. And some of them aren't even walking with God today. And, you know, I've questioned that and wondered about that. And really, it comes down to really, if you're serious about following Jesus, then you do what he asked you to do. And, and one of the things he asked us to do is, is to be water baptized. How silly, how foolish that may look to the world. But yet... It's so profound when we understand it's a part of a kingdom dynamic that God is doing. Now, something I want to share with you uh, for the opening scripture, you can find Matthew 3.16. Matthew 3.16. And we're going to look at that just in a moment. And, and, and at Refuge, we really believe in marking and celebrating certain spiritual milestones in people's lives. And water baptism is one of them for those that have decided to follow Jesus. It's really uh, a way, baptism is a way of making an important decision that sets you apart from your past, that sets you apart from worldly influences that once controlled your life, and then coming under the control of the Lord Jesus Christ in his Holy Spirit. And so in Matthew chapter 3, verse 16, in the English Standard Version, it reads this way. And when Jesus was baptized, see, he set the example for us. See, he didn't do something, uh, he didn't expect us to do something that he wasn't willing to do, okay? So he set the example. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately as he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. God desires to open heaven for you. Just as he did for Jesus, and I believe in what God put on my heart this morning, that God's going to open heaven to us. And what does that mean for heaven to be opened? Well, it means that there's a closeness to heaven. 
in an encounter with Jesus Christ and with an encounter with God the Father that we can experience. See, this thing called Christianity is not just about rules and regulations. It's not just about doing all this stuff. It's about an encounter with Jesus. It's relational, very relational. And not that we don't do good things because that's all important, but it's all based out of a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so that's important. I believe that when there's an open heaven, there's a tangible sense of God's presence. There's clarity, there's revelation, there's understanding. Sometimes people uh, that have been water baptized come up and they have this encounter and this experience with a sense of cleansing, with a, a vision of what God is going to do in their life. And so that's very exciting. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and time. Father, that you've set apart in our lives. We ask that you reveal yourself through your word. And Father, those that are going to be baptized, going public with their faith, Father, let this be a day that they experience more of you and the plan that you have for them. This step of obedience, Father, it will result in your blessing in their lives, and we will bear witness to that in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I just want to prefix that baptism is really a broad subject. Water baptism is one important aspect of it. Uh, you can, if you read in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 2, it begins, uh, the uh, writer of the book of Hebrews begins to dialogue the doctrines of the church. And the doctrines, doctrines are simply teachings, the teachings of the church. And one of the things the writer lists is the doctrines or the teachings about baptisms. And what's interesting, it is in the plural sense. Baptisms, plural, not baptism singular. And so we understand as we study the scripture that there's different types or kinds of baptisms. Uh, there's the water baptism, which you're going to see demonstrated here. That's a physical outward expression of it. There's also baptism in the Holy Spirit where we're empowered and infused with the Holy Spirit, his presence coming into our life to allow us to be witnesses for him. And then we have baptism into the body of Christ, where when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you immediately infuse and become part of the family of God. And we see other types and shadows of baptism in the Old and, and New Testament. And so we're not going into any deep theological discussion this morning, but I'm just laying out some basic things for you. And so uh, baptism is actually defined as the process of immersion, submersion, or dipping. Uh, and one of the things, uh, the Greek word, the ancient word, how it was used, if there was a ship that had sunk in the harbor, uh, that was, the Greek word is baptizo, okay? It's, it's underwater, okay? Or they would take robes, especially robes for kings, and they would dip it and die, and, the, and, and they would pull it out. So it would be dipped, pulled out, and it would take on the color of the, you know, the dye that it was dipped into. And so that's the concept of it. It's a dipping. It's an immersion. It's submersion. And, and to be biblical about it, to, a true baptism is, is, is you go under and you come out, okay? And, and I promise you we're going to bring them up. We're not going to leave them down there, okay? Uh, so Now, there's three important things we need to know about water baptism. Number one, if you're taking notes, it's an act of obedience. It's an act of obedience. In Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20, Jesus commands his followers to be baptized. 
And, and see, be, because Jesus himself commanded it, all Christians should be baptized. If you truly uh, consider yourself to be a Christian, then it, it's a must. It's a necessity. In Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20, we see the scripture. When Jesus was about ready to ascend into heaven, he was ready to check out of here. And he gave his disciples words of last instruction, okay? And so in verse 19, he says, he said, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Verse 20, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I'm with you always to the end of this age, end of the age. So Jesus promised that his presence would be with us. Even though he was leaving, he was going to be with us by his spirit. Now, as, as people follow the Lord in water baptism, they're following through the steps of obedience to be a true follower of Christ. That, I, I believe, actually lead to further steps of obedience. Because if you don't obey in this step, how can you fully obey in other steps that the Lord would direct your life in, in following his word? And so it's a matter of obedience. And that's what's being expressed and demonstrated here today. In Acts chapter 2, verse 38, on the day of Pentecost, the apostle Peter gets up and he makes this declaration concerning baptism. And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, just as, as the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus when he was baptized, we can expect the Holy Spirit to fall on us. Peter is speaking in reference to that in this particular passage. But notice, in light of forgiveness of sins... The, the baptism, as, as Michaela shared earlier, it's that cleansing. It's, a, it's symbolic of the cleansing that we've received. One of the things people often share is, is that after baptism, they feel so clean. So clean, not just because they had a little bath, but because there's something spiritually that has uh, surrounded their life and impacted their heart. So number two, water baptism is a public declaration. See, these people are going public with their faith today. It's an initial testimony of our faith in Jesus Christ and what he's done in our life. In water baptism, the believer is immersed in water as a testimony of his new faith and new life in Christ. Because you, the, you go under the water, it symbolizes being buried in death to the old way you used to live. When you come out of the water, it's symbolic of resurrection being raised to new life in Christ. See, Jesus gives us new life in him. See, the old passed away all becomes new. We become new creatures in Christ, according to 2 Corinthians 5, 17. In Matthew chapter 10, 32, Jesus made this statement. He said, everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. So there's this public acknowledgement it's bold to say, I am a follower of Jesus. In some countries, it could cost you your life and, and the, with the persecution that they may be experiencing. But going public with your faith is so essential. And see, and then I'll give you point number three. You ready for point number three here? Okay. Um, it 
It's a symbol or physical sermon of your new life as a follower of Jesus Christ. It's a symbol, or we could say a physical sermon of your new life as a follower of Jesus. And we can look at Romans chapter 6, verses 3 and 4. It says, do you not know that all of us who've been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Now, this Apostle Paul there is speaking spiritually of, of the spiritual concept of baptism, that this is actually what happened. But the physical expression of it demonstrates this spiritual reality. It goes on to say, We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. That new life that we have in Christ that transforms us from the inside out. It's a physical sermon. As those that are being water baptized today, as they're laid down in this water, they're testifying that they are, have died to the old self and that they're being raised up in new life in Christ in the power of his resurrection. See, through submersion in water, we symbolically speak of the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, I have to share with you that I was actually water baptized twice, actually three times, because I was baptized as an infant, but that wasn't my choice. That was the choice of my parents. But after I'd made a personal commitment of my life to Christ, I'd went to a church and they, were, they had this water baptism scheduled. And I was curious about it. I said, well, I was baptized as an infant. What's this all about? But when I found out information, I realized, well, this is an act of my will. This is my choice in following Jesus. And I need to demonstrate that. So that was a church, Mountain Home Assembly of God Church in Mountain Home, Idaho. It was many years ago. Some of you weren't even born yet. But I took that step to be water baptized. And I can still remember that moment like it was today. How God's presence encountered me in a way that I, I couldn't hardly speak the rest of the day because there was a sense of God's presence around me. And I knew that God was doing something deeper in my life that I hadn't experienced before. And at that time, I didn't know I'd be a pastor. I didn't know I'd be in the ministry. I didn't know how God would use me, but he has, and he's been faithful to use me to serve his purpose in the earth. And then a few years after that, after as a pastor, we took a group of people to Israel, and we had this opportunity to be baptized in the Jordan River, in the very place where Jesus baptized his disciples and baptized the people back in that day when he was on the earth. And so uh, there was another pastor, Pastor Dan, Denison from River Falls, Wisconsin at the time he was pastoring there. Uh, and and his, some of his people were there and some of my people from our congregation were there. So we baptized our people. And then we looked at each other. He says, well, will you baptize me? He said, yeah, I'll baptize you. And so he's a lot shorter than me. And so, and I, in the Jordan River, it was pretty murky and the current was very swift. And what I should have did is bend my knees. I didn't do that. I was straight. And he started baptizing me, and he put me down. He lost his footing. I, I was down already, and both of us started floating down the Jordan River. 
Yeah, you, you had to see. It's on video. We have it on video. It's uh, one of the old, the old camcorders, you know. So, but um, that was my experience. Now, that didn't take away from the significance of being baptized. But there's, it, there's nothing that says you can't be baptized more than once. You know, if maybe you've come back to God after being away from him. And you, you want to renew your commitment to him. And, and today, maybe you're sitting out there and say, oh, God's stirring in your heart. I need to do this. Uh, you can go back at the Welcome Center. We'll give you some information of how, you, how that can happen today. Now, each candidate, this time we're going to have the candidates line up. And those that are going to be water baptized today, you can come over here and line up. What I want to share with these individuals, and it's good for all of you to hear this, there's a testimony that's being shared that is affecting three dimensions, three realms. Um, what they're doing here is testifying of their faith in Jesus Christ and their decision to follow Him as their Lord and Savior. So that's presently to this crowd in, in, in this physical world that we live in. Secondly, heaven is witnessing what's happening here right now. The host of heaven, the angels, Believers that have gone before are able to witness and see what God is doing in this moment. There's also another realm, and that's the regions of hell, Satan and his crew. They're also taking note of what's happening here today. A number of years ago, I was in Russia before uh, the wall had fallen. The Soviet Union was ruling over that nation. I went to a, a church and there were 17 people that were baptized and the KGB were taking their names down because they were going to come under persecution because they were declaring their faith in Jesus Christ. And, and a man that was interpreting things for me, he said, these people will not have privileges. Their children won't get higher education. They will be marked and their lives will be miserable because of the state and this government that's oppressing them. I'm thinking, wow, but they're still going public in light of that. Thank God we have a free country. And, and, and we can do this and celebrate our freedom as Americans to, to share and live out our faith. Um, something that I'm going to share as we pray over each of these individuals and declare the baptism. I'm going to baptize them in the name of the Father, of the Son, the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus, in whom dwells the fullness of the Godhead. The scripture tells us in Colossians chapter 2, verse 9, and this is an important passage. It says, For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in human form, in the human body. See, they're identifying with Jesus Christ in this fullness. And so if you don't understand, why am I saying the fullness of the Godhead? It's because God is going to fill you guys in an incredible way today. The Bible says in Romans, uh, Revelations 12, 11, that they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. So what you will be doing in your testimony, they're going to share briefly about who Jesus is to them and their commitment to Christ. And as they testify, the Bible says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb that was shed for us to forgive us of our sins and by the word of our testimony. What you will hear will be statements that declare how they've overcome sin, how they've overcome the strongholds of 
of, of death and hell in the grave because they have life in Christ. Thank you so much for listening to The Refuge Podcast. To find out more information about who we are and to listen to more inspirational messages, you can visit us online at wearerefuge.net.